yeah let's just oh wait nope can't start right error try it again welcome back we're back and this is a good one wednesday back to back weeks it's first for us so we're gonna try it i'm gonna try to upload this tonight so hopefully you guys are hearing this either late wednesday night or early thursday that's the goal man i was home this weekend i didn't do any racing so i got the I didn't really get to watch, but I was working on Sunday. I had live scoring up all day, and GNCC got me wanting to do a podcast. So I, I hit up Brad. I was like, yo, Wednesday, we're doing a pod. We got to talk about the GNCC. So. I caught the tail end of it when we were coming back from the D6, and we were watching it, and there were some exciting things going on. Well, and I'm I'm a little biased. I do tend to watch A Open because of the contenders in that class. But man, we'll get to it. But on scoring, it looked like they were going back and forth, and I caught up with both of those guys. So we'll get into that. But man, the weekend, Strang. I don't want to say he was off everybody's radar. He was totally on my radar. But man, to come out and dominate like that is impressive. He he said he led almost the whole entire day said he lost the lead for a couple miles on the i don't know what lap it was but to go basically green flag to checker flag that's an accomplishment and then right from his injury you know i mean second race back and in some gnarly conditions and kept her absolutely brutal conditions Uh, it uh, again neither of us were there which sucks but it looked like it was muddy, but it was slippery, but it wasn't like really muddy. It was really shiny. Really you know shiny. What I mean? So uh, like had a hard bottom, but tire was selection top. was huge yeah. this weekend. Uh so yeah, just getting a it was nice actually. I don't usually watch the broadcast. Um I had it in a tractor, I had it up on the screen, I was watching it, trying to keep up with what I could. So yeah, the conditions were interesting. And I don't think I've ever personally done a race like that. I know Mountaineer last year had slick spots, but for the most part, they, that was just a mutter. Have you ever done anything like that? Like, I, I haven't. I mean, I can't compare it to a GNCC, but the Coyote at NEOC when it flooded and it was a two-lap race, I mean, that was basically yeah, a swamp Yeah, but that was more day. swamp. Like, this didn't seem, saying, like, it didn't seem like a swamp... There was, of course, sections that were muddy and mud holes, and I saw people getting stuck. I saw some video from the youth race, and that looked pretty pretty nasty. But, yeah, just interesting conditions. And then to back it up, man, Ricky Russell. Now, strength put it on him. I'm just noticing now it was 12-minute lead. Is that, is that right? <laughs> is, is that possible? That's what it's saying. And then 20, 20 minutes? No, no you're reading that wrong. It's seconds, buddy. Man, okay. All right, that makes me feel way better. I'm just an I'm idiot. Say, because I was watching Holy, the live feed and I was coming like, off. I'm like, there's no way. Ricky had his helmet off before Strang did. Yeah, and like, newsflash to me, I guess I'm an idiot again. I guess. But Ricky Russell's 31. He don't look 31. And he don't act 31. That's for damn sure. <laughs> well, look who he hangs out yeah, with. I, well, I, he, that, yeah, I don't know. I just found out that we the, yeah, just found that out this week, and I was mind blown. But okay, so that makes way more sense. 
that the top three, the top four, holy shit, were within 30 seconds. Josh Toth snuck in there for a top four. Shit, that might be his best ride this year. I've been pretty critical of him this year, but I mean a fourth for him. He should be having a, a, some cookies after the race and should be celebrating. I want to know what <clears throat> what's holding him back a little bit. I'm curious. Yeah, interesting to hear. Yeah, I'm completely flustered by that one. We skipped one. Jordan Ashburn needed a good weekend to really get some points. Not a bad weekend. I think he'll, he'll be happy with a third, especially with the two old guys running up front. But, yeah, I don't think it was. It's not what he wanted. Right, not perfect scenario, but you can't be mad at it. But it's better than anything less. You know what I mean? If it was anything worse, he'd be losing points. Somebody somebody we can it is who made it clear that he was mad at the weekend. We're going to skip one, but we're going to jump down the Trevor. Holy shit. Clutch issues, docked points, spraying people with mud after the race because clutch didn't work. Holy shit show. I did not see what happened with that. Can you fill me in? Uh, the he, after the race part. Yeah, so he made a post again. Not there. Um, he made a post that apparently some people were pretty pissed at him that he was just like kind of revving through pro, pro pits is what he made it sound like. And he made a point that if any of the pro guys were mad that he sprayed them with mud to call him and he would clean it or give them 50 but I, I don't know. I'd tell him they were crying, baby. Didn't get the whole story there. He seemed very upset. Don't blame him. Needed to be a big weekend for him, and it wasn't. And, hey, shit happens. I mean, I, I, I've been told my whole life, and I think a moment like this will be pivotal in in his championship it's you win your race you win your championships on your worst weekends correct so but after listening to what Stu said they docked him one position but then dropped him seven positions overall and we have how how does that work we have scoring and points and everything in front of us i don't know he did get credited for sixth place finish I don't know. I tried to look at what they were talking about, and I'm me and T. Shepard on the same page right now. He was just as confused as I was, so uh, I couldn't quite figure that one out. Yeah, I, I don't know. I Is don't that have tr- a good that's answer. That's true, though, right? It, that happened, or what? That he got docked? That he dropped like six positions on the overall. Ooh, yeah, that's what Stu was saying, but I couldn't. I could not find that. On okay, the so we have no fact check yeah, on that yet. Okay. No, I I tried. I tried. It just didn't didn't line up. Didn't make sense. So where? So yes. At the end of the day, it just ends up. It's not the the point day he needed. What's I mean, the? Where is Craig on that list? And then how far back is Trevor? Because technically well, they swapped spots. But Craig is in seventh. Yeah, that's why I was confused. Okay. Uh huh. I'm a Trevor over here. Yeah. So and uh, we're skipping Grant. We'll get back to that. Craig, I didn't hear anything about his day. Uh, I didn't see any posts or anything. I could have missed something. But man, he had an off day. That's his worst finish of the year. I mean, round f- round one he was six, but other than that, seventh worst race of the year. So I'm sure that's upsetting him again. Another guy who could have came out here and really benefited on a good run for points and and been able to sneak in there and get into a top top three top four position and points and kind of let one slip away so rough day for the husky team <laughs> real rough day for the husky team uh we can jump back grant baylor grant 
solid ride. I mean, I don't think he's going to be pumped on a fifth, but considering how the last race went and considering how he started the year, solid fifth place. So it'd be interesting to see how he how he rounds up the year just because it's kind of been up and down so far, especially on the GNCC side. I think on the, the national side, it's been a little bit more consistent, but interested to see how that team uh, fares on the stretch. And I don't know. Looking at the, the uh, points, Strang is already back above Grant. Yeah, I did. See, I noticed that too. And like when you go back and look at Grant's finishes, nothing's been. Uh, he had that great ride at Coker, the the podium at Coker. But other than that, he's just been back in the six, seven, eight, nine range. So again, I mean, this fifth really isn't a bad ride at all. I think he's putting it back together. I mean, of course, last round was his worst finish, but yeah, and. But I, I think the other thing we can jump into that this point, the points. I mean, a first place finish in XC one is huge. It's ten points over, over third, nine. Over, yeah, okay. So ten points over fourth, or more than that, eleven points over fourth. So I mean, with Grant getting fifth this weekend and and Strang getting first, I mean that's probably a fifteen point swing. So there's fifteen points right there. Right. So, man, I, what's your take? Oh, we both, of course, we both listen to OTP. It's one of the things that inspired us to do this. What's your take on on that point situation? I, I mean, clearly, if you're winning, it works really well, and if you're losing, it doesn't work so well. But if you're missing races, it also it kind of helps you too. What's your? I guess it. I guess it hurts you there too, but. What's your feeling on the points? Do you think they should be closer, more like Supercross with, you know, three points, two points, one point? Or do you like the big gap between first, second, and third? I think I would rather like it clo- I would like it more if it was closer because then it keeps people – they can't play games as much. You know what I mean? Like if somebody's – some of these teams can play games where like right now where they're not playing a game, but Kelly is so far out front that they're like, oh – you have 17 weeks, so you have to come back, and you still are going to have the points lead. At this point, I don't think mathematically he's going to lose the points lead. I I don't, uh, especially not with how this weekend played out. But that's what I'm saying. After this weekend, with these races and how that went, and... I mean, if I'm Ben Kelly after this weekend, I'm thinking, whew, guess what? Even if after break... I don't feel good. I could probably skip one race after break and still be in contention. Mm -hmm. So now I'm thinking no rush Do everything you need to do to heal, but don't be in a rush to get back on the bike. Don't be in a rush to do it early early because you have a gap. So for Ben's point, if I was Ben, I'd be happy with the way the points are Right. right now. But coming from anything else, I feel like I would like it closer because it gives me the, like it makes it easier to reach each person that's you know what i mean the gap I mean, stuff. considering he just missed a race this is the top tier class in the country realistically on the east coast at least and he's 44 points ahead still and he just missed a race that's what i'm saying so he's I, not gonna lose there's I, no way f- mathematically for him to lose the points like if trevor wins the next two he's at 
52 points. He has to win the next two. Yeah. No, not even. Is there even- Jordan. Jordan Ashburn wins. Jordan Ashburn has to win the next two. And he would he would just barely get him. He would have eight right. point lead. Eight point. Yep. And he would have to win. Win out. So it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, I don't know, it's kinda of disappointing that that it gets like this, but at the same time, like <laughs> it's hard. You know, if I go out and win the first seven rounds, six rounds, and then I get hurt and I lose a championship because I missed two rounds. Well, you know, I shouldn't have got hurt, blah, 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 blah. But, man, that's kind of be disheartening. I don't know. I think it goes both ways pretty equally. I don't think. At the end of the day, whoever does the best, the most rounds wins. So, now, let's jump into, I think we covered actually one pretty good. Anything else you wanted to hit there? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it was a, I would say it was a disappointing weekend for the Husky boys. Jordan Ashburn, I think, did what he needed to do. Awesome weekend for for Strang and Ricky Russell to come back. And huge shout out. We're gonna get into it more with the Coastal team. Coastal team put every rider on the podium this weekend. I don't think that's stated enough. That is absolutely impressive. From a vet to four stroke to open to really to I did not went that far. Cole Lane uh, rider. Ricky and um, they're blanking on the AVEC guy right now, but their AVEC guy, he uh, he got second too. So five bikes on the podium, that is absolutely impressive, and it's awesome that they they have that many bikes in contention. So speaking of coastal, let's jump to XE two. We'll hit on Ryder, Ryder with a great ride in second, but more impressive Cody Barnes. He he came out the woodwork today or this weekend. Yeah, impressive. Am I missing something? He's on a Beta, correct? No, he's on Honda, Phoenix Honda. Is he? Yes. Impressive, 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 impressive ride. I don't know why I thought he was on a. Yeah, what made you think that? A red bike, I guess. I don't know. I uh, to be honest, I didn't really know what he was riding because I haven't really heard too much from him this year he must I mean, not be around well, he's been killing he had the a, sprint enduros okay and i i at what point do you only follow one series and not five it's hard to keep him in track i mean it's only his second podium of the year and i mean most of the half his rides have been outside the top 10 so he's still fourth overall in points yeah for XE2. I, I think that sticks out to the that win being the wins are huge he's been on the podium two times yeah it's the second podium so one other top five, and then a ninth, and then everything else has been tenth or right. less. So I mean, there's a there's somebody who's going to like that point differential, you know, getting up there, getting some points, it brings them back in. It's just uh, interesting. I, I'm kind of just not blown away by his ride, but it's just weird that it we've seen to be having this a lot this year in multiple classes. Again, my boys in. They open. They're just consistent. There, you can't. Those guys got it dialed in. But all these classes this year have just kind of been all over the place. I mean, you have Zach Haynes and XC1, who's been consistent. But I mean, A250 has been all over the place. XC2, for the most part, has been kind of all over the place. XC1 is. <laughs> I don't even know what to think of XC1 anymore. So the the different levels that people are having this year have been 
have been been crazy guys guys like liam liam draper who started the year at one point was outside the top 20 and comes back and has two podium finishes like he's really bringing the season around it just seems like we've been all over the place so xc1 this week or xc2 this weekend sorry cody barnes first place killing it rider mentioned him second place gas gas great ride he was just in contention all day same thing um draper he he did something after you know round six he picked it up he got a third of six yeah at round six he got a sixth and around this weekend third uh, he was a third as well third and third he's been very vocal with when he came back this year he wasn't comfortable on the bike he also wasn't comfortable with his knee injury like it was just overall he wasn't comfortable and i think he just needed some time to just click off laps and get back into the flow and get moving and I mean, it's proven he's doing something right if he can keep keep this moving he'll be in real good shape jumping down somebody who's kind of fell off the, fell off a little bit mike mike wazowski as i like to say fourth place it's it's funny that i can say a fourth place has kind of fallen off but he's still second in points yeah but just but, not, he, but he's 20 points down as well not his early season start I mean, he had that race where he got hurt, and at Camp Coker, he had a great ride to come back and finish on the podium, and he was still hurting pretty good there. But, yeah, jump into fifth points leader still, Landon Snellgrass on that Kawasaki. He's just been super, super consistent. Just, I mean, his worst finish, this is his worst finish. He had another fifth in at round two, but just one two one two one two couple fifths just they're the rides you need that's championship if that's, rides if right that's your bad day and you're getting a fifth At, that's again, what's saving you again bad days he's, top fives can't he's got a 20 point lead on on uh Waskowski and 40 points on rider so yeah it seems like it seems like at this point i mean unless if cody can put together a string of wins he's definitely got a got a shot to be a contender here but it seems like we kind of have a three horse race at the moment next c3 rider really putting it together these last three races and realistically just putting it together all year he had two bad finishes but what's the xc2 gets what two drops i thought it was one um I'll, i'm gonna check on that this week fact check that get back to this one but yeah so i mean even mike mike's gonna have a drop he's gonna drop that 14th at round four and same thing with Ryder's going to drop an 18th at round two. And Landon's not going to drop shit because <laughs> he, he don't need to keep them all, keep all the finishes. But so, yeah. So interesting to see how this, we're about halfway through the season right now. It's interesting to see how this battle for the XC2 championship, uh, it's going to get drawn out. And I think it's going to be good. And we got some guys that can, that can really, uh, really put a wrench in this you got gus back there and he's sixth right now he he was off a little bit this weekend 11th same thing with uh barbosa had a a 15th this weekend so those two guys were kind of off their pace that they've had lately another guy off the pace this weekend just a little bit was thorn thorns put together uh some good rides lately and it's funny to say a 10th is you know kind of off the pace for him which is awesome to say so but with with conditions and everything this weekend it's almost it's a survival race you just yeah. gotta manage the points you can get uh and hmm i'm gonna show my real just idiot ben seventh place in points 
Ben Hur. Herrera. Am I missing that one? Not familiar. Gonna have to gonna have to do some research this weekend and, and catch up with him. Or not catch up with him, but catch up and figure out what I'm missing there. But yeah, man, there's some guys in this class that can really just that could just show up any weekend again and just mess with people. I mean, Liam's back there in ninth place in points right now and just put two podium finishes together. So there's definitely guys. Jesse Ansley. Jesse's back there, had a rough he's had a little rough season here. I don't know. Stu mentioned something about a hand injury, so hopefully honestly hopefully there is something he's kind of keeping from everybody hopefully he's battling through some shit getting some stuff figured out because man he's such a good time at the races he's such a good a good ambassador to the sport so i would love to see him do well anybody else that stuck out from this weekend not for me i mean i was racing through half of it so i only got this well some of yeah, see some and of it I, we're just looking at it on paper and i was like i said i was in and out and Man, I am biased when I'm watching these races. I'm looking for the guys we know, the guys, the local guys, the guys who who reach out on to us for the pod, and the guys who help me out. I'm watching them. I, the more I can, more attention I give those guys, the more attention I will. So, we'll jump to XC3 real quick. Again, something that I want to do better at is following these guys and getting to know these guys a little bit better. You had some a great ride by Brody Johnson. Mm-hmm. So. He kind of made me eat my words a little bit. He top 17, 17th overall. He won XC3 by like six, <laughs> six five minutes and, and five and a half minutes. And Zach Haynes is no joke. Zach Haynes, again, 22nd overall. He only got beat by one, one amateur, which is saying something on a goddamn 125 in those conditions. So yes, for sure. I've been, I was a little critical with him a couple. Uh, Camp Coger was a little critical, but man, these guys even it must have been a battle for Hayes and Froman though. I, I think all they the, came in together between uh, less than thirty seconds. I mean, two through six, you look, you're like, oh, 40, 46 minutes. That's twenty minutes off of Zach. But I mean, Max Hernandez is still right there. He's forty second overall on a one twenty five. He's a younger kid. He raced a local. Saw him last weekend. I mean, that class is, the more I watch that class, the more kind of impressed I am. And, and maybe that class is doing what it's supposed to be doing and bringing up guys and getting them more comfortable with the speeds and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I, I, I think there's still something we can do there. But I think the overalls look so good this weekend because all, it's a lot more of a smart line choice race. But at the same time, riding a 125. Uh, yeah, but if you don't, if you don't have to lug a 450 or a 350 on a 125. I agree. I, you're right. I agree there. I agree you there. You got less weight. I, I may or you may not have less power. So yeah, on some of the hills, you might not have to. You might have to work a little harder to get up the hill. But when you're, you're coming down a hill for three hours, or and you're got when you start packing up full mud. Yeah, poor, poor Max. Max didn't get lapped. One of the only guys that, that didn't. Last guy that didn't in that class ran three hours and 46 minutes on a 125. That poor kid. <laughs> That poor bike. Four hours. Four hours on a 125. Hey, and, you know, going back to the 125s being light, I may or may not have protested a kid in the 250 class last year on a 125 in a mud race. Just saying. <laughs> so, I agree. 125s are an advantage in the mud. I'm going to just shut my mouth. <laughs> I probably should do. So, yeah, that's the XC1, XC2, XC3, though, the big guys. Uh, 
like I said, things that stuck out to me were the the point situation, XC1, of course. I mean, those guys could have took real advantage of that and didn't. And I think the battle for the podium top three for the year in, in XC2 is heating up, so that's going to be fun to see. And then, yeah, the XC3 guys are battling it out. Let's jump to the amateurs. Old, uh, I don't know who Nathaniel, never heard of Nathaniel, Tasha, <laughs> our man Bubs. <laughs> or, He's got a wonderful name. He, yeah. His face matches his real name. Yeah. <laughs> you ever look at him? He looks like a pretty boy named Nathaniel. He looks like a college white boy that just partied all the time and then decided he wanted to ride a dirt bike one day and just happened to be good at it. <laughs> I'm excited for Snowshoe. <laughs> I'm excited for the Verb Shred Tour. <sighs> we got to get if into If I that. can They're, work that into uh, everything I'm, I'm trying to do. I don't know how I'm getting there, but I'm going. Practice Friday, racing Saturday, J Day style. I'm excited. We're gonna have to save this one. We're gonna once they come out, once they talk about it more, we'll have to talk about it more. It's posted. It's out. Stu said this week they're gonna they're gonna really talk about the, uh, the uh, race format, yeah, and the stuff format like that. and everything and what's gonna go on. And I love the fact that I'll be able to go race on Saturday and party Saturday night and still make it home for work on Monday. You're going north and I'm going south. Yeah, so Yeah. So we'll save that for another date. Let's get into these amateurs here. Bubs. Bubs just killing it. He you can just tell when when guys are feeling it, when their interviews after the race and their post after the race and just their their demeanor after the race. He was just feeling it all race. You heard some comments that he said, Yeah, it could have gone faster, but I didn't need to. And I think that is a huge maturity thing and a huge learning thing. And I think that if he can carry that through the rest of the year, man, that is going to be big for him points-wise. He needs it. He's an eighth. He's had, what, two DNFs at this point? Yeah. Tokery DNF'd and uh, I guess it wasn't a DNF, a 15th at the fifth round. Oh, and some, oh, maybe that was Coker. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he had a DNF at the second round, and then yeah, somehow he managed to finish at Coker, even though he blew that bike up. So, but look, hey Bortino, he's staying up there. Yeah, and and I think he. I don't want to say he salvaged a race this weekend, but I mean, good race. So let's look at the. I'm trying to flip through my papers here, get to my next page. We had Bubs in first. We had points leader Trevor Malley in second. Man, he's just been uber consistent this year. Just just knocking down, especially the last the last four races. Two, two, three, two. Can't beat that. Super consistent. Um, Gavin Simons in third. That's a name that I haven't heard too much this year. Uh, he is in the top ten in points, and he seems to be putting it on. He's been making his way up there, so that's a name to kind of start watching for and and hopefully hopefully he's one of the he just keeps doing that again another name you don't hear too much Burton Berth uh, he is in the top five so again another name I need to pay attention to a local body Kyle, or Kyle sorry Jason Jason Tino uh, putting together a six place ride this weekend and again second in points so I mean good ride for him this weekend that A250 class is is interesting it's had a lot of it's had injuries this year so that's kind of tough i mean 
JoJo showing up at the last round and then not showing up at this round. He's been hurt. Uh... Brayden Ouellette, somebody I thought who was going to be a real contender this year, coming in hurt, coming in without an offseason. So he's kind of not missing a beat, but he's just getting back to it. Uh, Yeah, not that that class is, I don't want to say any weaker than it normally is, but it kind of just seems like, again, just like anything else, it's kind of all over the place. There's not really a real front runner. I mean, Bubs has put together three wins, but. Grant Davis also put together two and four podiums and and he's kind of he missed the last race and he's been all over the place too so again uh, that class is interesting it's just I don't know it'll be again another class will be interesting to see how this year plays out sorry that I'm kind of just trying to gather my thoughts here but it's weird that the only class other, I mean, the only class that really has a front runner, one front runner, is XC1. All these other classes are just all over the place. You mean as just consistently getting top either podiums or first? Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, for championship battles, I mean, there's nobody that really has a, a huge lead. I mean, even Jason's only five points behind first, and he's actually tied for second. I mean, the top, top five guys are within 15 points. I mean, that's... <laughs> That's a, a, a weekend. Right. I so, mean, I mean, that class is there, even though it's missing some of the big hitter names that we're, we're expecting to see for that A250 class. It's still a, a super competitive class. XE3, I mean, Zach Hayes has been, never has been off the podium all year. Right, right. So, I mean, in that class, there's a front runner. And XE1, there was a hey, front runner. Hey, but at the same time, Zach's not winning every weekend. You know what I mean? He's only got one win this year. But find another guy that's been on the podium every race. Right. I, but that's what I'm saying. I think we're at a point where other than XC1, I think any weekend, anybody in any of these classes can show up and win. I agree. So it's just, it's nice. It's cool to watch. I mean, we'll jump over to, uh, again, I'm going to keep saying it, my favorite class this year, I open. I mean, the boys... The boys, Neil and, and Cole, have both been killing it. They both had... It's funny. They both had bad weekends at Coker. They both they went 7th and 8th at Coker. But other than that, have just been pretty much swapping first and second place finishes. They're within two points here through seven rounds. Cole ended up winning this weekend. Uh, I reached out to him and, and asked him if he had any words for the weekend. So let me pull that up real quick. He shot me a text with his race report. I reached out to Neil, and and I asked Neil about how he felt on the weekend, and he said, yeah, no, I don't have anything good to say, so we're just going to leave it at that. And that kind of speaks volumes to me just because, hey, if you're going to have a weekend that you think is that bad. And still get second. And still get second. Yeah, so championships on your worst day. But this, I think, is going to be the class that, that we watch. God damn it, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Unprofessional. Most of the time, I cut shit out like that. I'm not doing it this time. Okay. So yeah, Neil had a good race, uh, and and man, Cole, Cole didn't get it easy. He had a rough start. He he was up in the lead, ended up on the ground. Uh, <laughs> he was hanging off a cliff at one point. He was stuck. A dude helped him out, got him back on the bike checked his watch he said it took him almost six minutes 
And he still beat Neil. Sorry, Neil, but he still beat Neil by over six minutes. So okay, so now that makes a lot more sense. Well, man, so that makes a lot more sense why Neil was saying it was a bad day. He was very adamant that he had a bad day, and I was kind of looking at the. At one point, Neil was leading. So, uh, <laughs> man, and and Cole said he fell all the way back through the the A four stroke lights guys who are hammering, and then. Man, he just that's that's how you in cold sense, that's how you win a championship right there though. You turn a day which could have been bad quickly and turn it into a win. It's a huge ride for him and I would I didn't speak to him, but I would have asked him because um, I'm always interested in what they think or what are they are thinking during things like that. So was he thinking, All right, let me just ride my race and let me not make mistakes and worry about myself? Or did he mentally think about Neil being out front or whoever might well, have been out front? He said he was he was upset and, and totally thought he blew the race. And and he said he just took off out of anger. <laughs> so there's your answer there. He just just saw fear and it's something that I'm starting to figure out. I don't different people have different ways of getting to it. Some people get fear. Some people, anxiety, I think, helps. Sometimes calmness helps. But at the end of the day, it's focus. That anger makes you focus. Relaxing makes you focus. Whatever it is that makes you focus. Me, it's just getting in a rhythm. Like, once I just get in a groove during a race, I just start clicking them off, clicking them off. So, but, yeah, so awesome day and huge shout out to cole i reached out to him and was like yo dude want to talk about you this week on the pod like it's all you had an awesome ride like if you got a race report or anything like just uh, i want to hear about it so he took some time out of his day and shot me a message so i cannot wait to catch up with him i didn't even tell me about i i'm stealing him at at at, uh snowshoe we're got to get him on got to get him on here his thoughts on the season so far and you got to get the phone thing in there so I can at least call in to you. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I'll, I'm, I keep saying I'm going to work on it. I, I did get the piece. I haven't figured out how to use it yet. I'm working on it. So, you know, all my spare time. But, yeah, so the battle in A Open was, was I say, I think it was awesome. On paper, it looked awesome. Apparently, these guys didn't. Uh, didn't <laughs> it was an interesting day for both of them. But, man. Uh, we'll jump into this. We'll jump into a four stroke lights in a second. But Cole, third overall amateur. I mean, we talked about Bob's getting uh, first overall amateur, and I think uh, I forget who got second. The points gap for, like you said, Neil and Cole are two points with Neil leading, and then Tanner Whipple is uh, only nine points down on second. And then eleven points out of first, so like that, yeah, it's still, still close. a three ba- three way battle for the points championship. Yeah, and that's crazy. Uh, Tanner Whipple, he's uh, Neil mentioned him to me before, and he's just kind of just been quietly back there. He knocked off a win when those guys had rough races, and that's what you got to do. You got to take advantage. So, man, these GNCC classes are so much fun to watch. There's just so many. It's cool having this many competitors and this many classes that are this talented. So. Man, let's jump to H four stroke lights. Another coastal guy, Lane, Lane Whitmer. 
knocking it knocking it out of the park this weekend with a great ride he won by almost four minutes about three minutes so great ride for him 36 overall from that a four stroke lights line and man that line i was talking to a buddy this week and uh, about the pod and we were saying we were saying gncc needs to get their shit together yeah it's not it's not gncc you know what it is it's live laps figures yeah i can't stand live laps live laps get your together anyway i was talking to a buddy and i i was trying to explain to him it's like man like everybody says like the youth is the future the youth is the future well that goes just behind the kids that are on 50s these kids that are running the a4 stroke light line are going to be the guys that are running a open and a250 the next couple years and they're going to be the guys that go and and run xc three and xc2 and hopefully xc1 so i want to get to know these guys better i want to get these guys a place that they can talk and thank their sponsors and and make it easier for them to get to races hopefully hopefully we get to that point but just some just some names uh ty ely back there uh, in fourth matt davis in fifth he's a local guy i've known him from years he raced eca back in or nesc sorry back in the day so cool to see those guys just hammering it out let's check their points uh making my way back there the point gap is seven points between lane whitmer and forbes yeah cole forbes cole forbes another um, another uh another name that's been up there lately i don't know what happened to him this weekend looks like a 14th so that's by far his worst race of the year yeah, because he's if he didn't have this bad race, he would have uh, he would row. have been on either four in the row, but either yeah. way, he still been on the you know the box the boxes every weekend. Yeah, so I mean, huge huge race for Lane to pull through, and and Cole had a bad race. And again, I think a I don't know if a classes is your best eight races, or if it's two drops. I'm gonna look into that this week and get that straightened out. So it's definitely a battle at the end of the day either way so uh, my buddy max grant in a race this weekend what the hell what the heck what class is max in? a four stroke lights is that he, what class he races he's 23rd in points right now god damn Poor it guy. max you know what help him if he took his goddamn gloves Take off gloves <laughs> old boy. so yeah that's pretty much what i got on the a classes let's jump and check out the uh wxc real quick and the women's class good friend of ours carly lee uh got hurt a couple weeks ago so she's been kind of laying low and uh she hasn't been there so i'll be honest it's a lot harder to follow a class when you don't know somebody there so let's talk about the women first rachel harris just been freaking killing it this year hasn't been off the podium yet no absolutely not and just been hammering it down she's been moving pretty sure she did real well to jd a couple weeks ago i don't want to don't want to put my name on it but pretty sure she did very well to jd a few weeks ago um a couple other girls in that class have been doing pretty good uh miranda tweetin who actually won it round six when uh rachel had some problems she's been real consistent here just top fives clicking them off so good to see some some talent not I don't want to say stepping up, but some some different names in the mix. And then right now, second place, that Caitlin Lindsay. She's just been same thing, just top five, top five, top five. She's got a win in there, got a second, got a third this weekend. So she's been clicking them off. It's cool to see some different names and some 
just some new contenders, new faces. It'll be cool to see how that, that nine, class plays out. She Caitlin, she's nine nine points down from Rachel. Still within the the chase. Yeah, and again, uh, uh, you th- you think with all the technology we have, we could we could start to include like drop rounds. Just so we had an idea, you know, maybe live laps, like look into that. But yeah, because Carly's back there right now in fifth, but the two zeros are drops. So she's still in contention for for the championship, right? Definitely for a top two, top three. So yeah, how much longer have you? Do you know how much longer she's out for? I don't. Carly, if you hear this, call me. I texted you. You didn't answer me. Yet. Don't piss her off. I'm not going to piss her off. But, yeah, she's just been... She's still grinding. I know that. She's still been working out and getting ready. So, good on her. She's coming back. We'll see her in a couple of weeks here. Let's jump to the, the big girl class. Man, Taylor Jones. Killing it. Another win. She she put them on them this week pretty good. She uh, ended up winning by over a minute. Good ride for her. She beat Brandy by yeah a minute and thirty seconds. And Rachel Archer kind of seemed like she fell off the pace here a little bit these last few races. I would agree. I don't know bike change, suspension, injury, confidence maybe. Yeah, it only Mental? takes one race. She said she messed up her suspension at Camp Coker, and it seems like ever since then she's kind of been trying to find it again. Well, she she's been she's had one bad race. Everything else she's been on podium still. So it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's well, not. <laughs> it wasn't the first you know, right, dominant right, two first races three she rounds, had. Right. Yeah. So definitely uh, holding her to a uh, not a higher standard, but, but I want to shout out Taylor because. To last year, last year she didn't have that great of a year. No, and and she's oh, she's always been good though. She's yeah, always for sure. been good. So, and you want to shout her out? I mean, she's won every other round. <laughs> so it was it was it the home life. Home life, home life got good. <laughs> Maybe it was the home know. life. Hey, somebody who's, who fell off this weekend and again fell off got a fourth. Corey, I didn't see too much about her this weekend. I didn't. She's short though. I, yeah, and she's got that. Other than her Kristen, riding, her, I think she's the shortest. But her shortest riding one. style is just—I don't want to say out of control because she's totally in control. But her riding style is just like on the edge. So a race with again conditions probably didn't suit her riding style the best. So, but yeah, again, a fourth. Who are you gonna? Who are we kidding? Great ride. Yeah, jump down to Preston. Preston's fourth in points. Another just sixth place ride. She's just fifth, sixth, seventh all year. And man, for your first full year, is this is her first full year in, or maybe second full year in X, WXC. But Preston's still a rookie. She's she's the youngest girl in the class. Eighteen years old, just putting together super consistent results, especially at a track like this. Three or four years, she's going to be unmatched. You're not going to be able to keep up with her. Her, She's super well-rounded, been doing the Loretta Lens deal, was on hanging out with Phil Nicoletti down there at Club MX. So she's got, an, uh, with, again, with her family, bright future. That's the face right there. Keep an eye on her. She's coming. Um, man, I was surprised this week. I, didn't, I haven't had a chance to reach out to Thorne or Shelby, but Shelby didn't race this weekend. So I don't know if she's back in Canada. If she has something to come up. If she's injured. I don't know what happened there. So that, I will. That's uh, your people. I will try to. Uh, I will try in all my free time to reach out and 
and see how she's doing. See what's going on there. I mean, other than that, another name that didn't show up this weekend, Jocelyn Barnes. Jocelyn Barnes has been killing it. Kawasaki, uh, 777. She's been 5'6 for the most part of the year. But, um, yeah, she wasn't there this weekend. Again, don't know the story with that, but she's been killing it. Hope to see her back out at some more races. Uh, friend of the show, Kayla, another top 10. Just clicking them off again for a rookie year, getting some stuff figured out, getting the program figured out. I think she's putting it together and definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with here in the future. So, yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much it in terms of results and stuff. We hit on everybody. Uh, I know my boys down there in uh, B Light that I usually check up on. I know Ranger hit the D6. We'll talk about that in a couple minutes. Um, Gribben, I think he was forced. Weiss had an off weekend. So, man, that again, another class of up and comers. They'll be, they'll all probably be forced for K lights next year, I would assume. So, cool. Just kind of just try to watch them. Our buddy Drew, Drew Edmond, congrats, Drew, on the win. Won this weekend. Congrats. Great ride for him in the the conditions. So, trying to keep an eye on the B classes and. Keep an eye on who's winning, some local guys. So, yeah, that's the GNCC. Like I said, I wanted to jump on here and, and talk GNCC. You got a pod out, GNCC pod. So, excited. I, I still have not made up my mind. I may or may not be at the next one, but I will 100% be a snowshoe. So, GNCC coverage here for the rest of the year will be ramping up. I'll be at at least three of them, probably four or five, hopefully. So, let's, uh, what else do we want to talk about? We've got a couple more minutes here. I don't want to talk about D6. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to give them the time of day, to be honest. But That's the only <sighs> other local series that we're racing by us, and that's yeah. where I went. And yeah, so D6 races this weekend. Uh, the, uh, let's start with positives. Videos and pictures and everything I've seen. Track looked awesome. Track looked fun. Conditions prime. It wasn't very flowy, but judging by what they had right. available to use the track was good yeah i liked it i there wasn't there was only one little sketchy spot there was only one big mud hole for the most part i have no complaints on the track yeah and i think i'm okay with a little sketch spot here and there and i'm okay with a mud hole here and, and there it wasn't that sketchy it just wasn't arrowed good enough it was going up you you're going up a hill and you're looking and there's a little hump, so you're like, okay, there's going to be a hole on the other side. Well, I hit it first lap, like, not wide open, but moving. Half, like, yeah. you know what I mean? At race pace, and realized that the hole on the other side was a lot bigger than I thought. <laughs> and then there was a rock in the center that, like, if you come up short and hit it, you could have easily broke a case, you know what I mean? Yeah. But other than that, that was the only one spot that I was like, they could have done better at. But everything else, they told you, like, on this one downhill, it was a little sketchy, but they were like, listen, if you see red arrows, it's sketchy. And it was hour perfect. Everything was nice. Colored arrows were Huge. great. Love that when you have an arrow and it mean a color means something. Man, if only we had the technology to use that more often. He so. said, I mean, they could have. How about, how about my other my other pick? Did we have mileage? Did they have any mileage I did not there? see any mileage. Of but I only did three laps. <laughs> So. Yeah, well, I think you would have noticed it. I would hope. I don't know. I notice stuff like that. Apparently, other people don't. I normally notice it on like 
you know the ECA stuff right. when they do it like CDRs I noticed yeah. um, but no mileage it was a short track I think it was only what seven and a half babe seven and a half miles so it was sure and i'm not taking shots when i say this for d6 for what they do with the land that they're given seven and a half miles is is impressive so we can get to the less impressive stuff now um rider count was interesting how was that double a class well technically would have been one uh, one double a rider the fact that they didn't have anybody to run double A, they well, allowed Justin to come down, Justin Lafferty to come down to A Open. Allowed. Which we all were we all agreed, yeah, fine. Come race with us. We well, don't care. Like Yeah. Again, helps the competition, makes it better. We talked about Matthew Davis and four stroke A lights. He's a a usual he's a local for the D sixes. He's saw been running his, them. We saw his dad and his sister. Yeah, I saw Annalise raced. Yep. And we were talking and his dad come over and he was like, man, Matt's going to be like so bummed out that you're yeah, here. He's like, he's been looking. Not. He wanted to race you all year and now you're, he's at the GNCC and you're here and now he's going to be bummed. But Such a good family. Dude, they Such were super, people. super Such nice. Uh, poor, poor her dad, man. Locked her up. Sucked up water. Hodger locked his bike. Locked her up. But Annalise finished. I don't know what Annalise got, but I know she finished. <laughs> I'll be honest. The only, thing, the only video I've seen of her was Ranger passing her. She looked okay. Ranger hauling ass, top twenty overall for the weekend. So from the B line, great ride for him. But um, yeah, it's it sucks. Again, I'm gonna keep saying it. When series have a tendency of, I don't want to say of when when series carry tendencies and and carry. I'm missing the word here. I don't want to say bad bad tendencies, but. When series don't put on quality events, quality people don't show up. And again, it's hard when you're trying to compete with a GNCC, but there's this still is, a lot this of this was bad. But there's still a lot of local pro riders that weren't at the GNCC that also weren't there. I went there. I got down there to see the C event, and I'm sitting there with Lil Zach, and the front line goes off. Now, pause. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, you're not. I am. I did not give him a shout out last weekend, and I need to. Guy killed it. Was on the podium for the C event last weekend at Sahara Sands two weekends ago. Now, huge shout out to him. It's a great ride for him. He's been busting his butt all winter, winter riding, and he likes to play it off that he doesn't care, and he does. And I know he does. So good ride to him, and, and keep he, it up. He and, killed it this weekend too. Yeah, another good um, ride this weekend. But yeah, so you're on the you're on the start to the C. Sorry, to interrupt you. And I'm like, okay, front line goes off. And they're like, okay, 30 <laughs> seconds between lines. I go, okay. Yeah. I look at Shannon. I said, he just yelled 10 seconds, right? And she's like, yeah. And I, so I'm like, he throws the flag. I'm like, that wasn't 10 seconds either. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm paying attention. So now I'm counting. <laughs> the green flag goes, I get done spilling that. So third line goes off. I start counting. It was like 20 seconds. Basically, when he couldn't see the last bike that went, he yelled 10 seconds. Anywhere between 5 to 7 seconds, he yelled, or not yelled, sorry, waved the green flag. My question to D6 is, how do you time adjust something that is not timed? You don't. You don't. You go look at the lap times for the first lap, and you watch the shit show that ensues every single weekend. (sighs) So, knowing that, 
Yeah. We get to main event. And and, and that's not that's not new. That's my first D6 I've ever done. Well, well, hey, you pay attention to the next one you do. Duly noted. It'll, it'll be the same. It's something that, that's been happening for at least a year now. And I will say, we're going to mention it now while we're still here. At one point, they may or may not ask the rider to, when he comes through on the first lap, to look and see if they have all the lines off. And if not, if he could slow down. So they could get all the lines off off on the start because the track was so short. Are you kidding me? I swear to God. I'm not surprised. I, you can. We'll talk off air. Yeah. Off the record. You can, you can ask him. He'll tell you. He told me all about it. But so I, it's just, man, get your shit together. So there's, we'll give, that one's just a a non-negotiable for me. Make them 20 second starts and hey, put in there, make them 20 second starts. I don't think anybody's going to bitch and God forbid somebody gets hurt. Then pause it. Like, stop it. Put two lines together. But not even like, just put a mental note that, oh, hey. And if, guess what? If you see the guys coming through and you don't have all the lines off, red flag it. Like, but. But make it consistent. And I don't mind the one time being five seconds, one time being 12 seconds, maybe not so much five, maybe one time being eight, one time being 12. I like that because when you can just sit and watch a watch and hit the button, that's not that, that's not any good either. I, so there's, there's room to it on both sides. But I agree if it's consistently different. Absolutely. And like, Right Absolutely. Down. So, okay, if we're going 30 seconds between lines, we need 30 seconds between lines, and then you have somebody say, okay, we're like me and you, I'm flagging, you're right. going to write something down. Right. I'm going on 12 seconds. Right. You write that down for time adjustment. Yeah, and and, and it, to be honest, at, at that point, if it's one or two seconds, I don't... I, it's right. Yeah, you're not making a big deal. But when you and it's it's happened time and time again, and it does. They do it every year when you're just watching the second corner to see when the bike's clear, and then go ten seconds. It's it's what happens. It's that's frustrating. It's frustrating to the guys who start out front and don't have that advantage as well. And it it it's it it sucks because the farther you get back, honestly, the more of an advantage you have. Yeah. So, um, but when we had to start, a open was the front line. I, me and Justin both had crappy starts, and we were behind some guys. And I was behind Josh, the guy I battled with a little bit last no, two weekends ago. We just all were riding, and I, uh, I somehow passed Josh somewhere, and I thought like maybe I, because the track wasn't very arid the best, so I thought maybe I cut to track somehow mm-hmm. because I'd never see, I never realized passing him, realizing I was in second at the time i didn't realize it so i let josh by thinking okay like if i cut the track let me be nice and let him by because i didn't know how i got in front of him i felt bad like i don't want to cheat i let him by and so then me and him are battling for like the rest of um this first lap i guess and on the second lap he sent me the video actually and it's him and we come down the straight well about mile and a half after that video i watched him wad his (sighs) shit and poor Josh, I didn't realize Josh was. Josh reached out this week. Shout out to Josh. He sent me his race report for D six. Appreciate that. But um, he um, well, he didn't, didn't know realize, about it. I didn't realize he was the one at Sahara that we were that I was. He was using my tools, my T handle and stuff, trying to work on his bike, trying to get it figured out before the races. I had no idea that was. I him. didn't realize that was him either. No, no clue. Like, and so after the fact, at talking to him, I'm like, 
I told him about the pod. He's like, you got a podcast? I'm like, yeah, we got a podcast. Here, listen to <laughs> it. Yeah, we got a he podcast. He listened to it. So, yeah. Um, I think me and Josh are going to come, kind of become close friends with this year of racing. And I've raced some way in the past. And um, now now we're like coming back yeah, together. Seemed like adults. a super cool dude. He sent us some, some yeah. video. And, 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 man, if you interact with us, same thing like with Cole, back to Cole with JNCC side. Like, man, the more you interact with us, like, we just both love racing. We want to talk racing. We it, it's what we do. So the more you interact with us, the more we like you, the more we'll talk about you. So I watched Josh. He hit a rock and it shot him towards a tree. hit the tree and he got blown off his bike. I don't know, five foot landed <laughs> on his back. I'm like, I go by. I'm like, dude, you good? You good? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go about my business, come around on the third lap. And I think I, I started getting like my numbness in my hands. So I was fighting with some uh, A250 guys and whatnot. Um, and then... On my third lap, I had a crash and <laughs> took the bars to the ribs and thought I broke some ribs or whatever. Still feels like it. Wadded your shit. Never hit the ground. I landed on my feet and I'm still screwed. <laughs> Use was a crash. Even though you didn't crash, yep. Use was a crash. So Josh came by and he looked at me and I just, before he even said anything, I'm shaking my head like, I'm good, I'm good. When he, text, when he messaged, I was cracking up. He was like, yeah, Brad, Brad done wanted his own shit. Yep. So, but good, congrats to Josh for getting second. Yeah, great um, ride for him. Especially behind Justin, like, behind Justin, that's a great ride. Yeah, for sure. And then to bring that up, that from, there was one guy that I thought, I thought, felt some type of way about Justin riding the open. I was on Josh's post. I went to the guy, commented, like, listen, Justin stood up for Justin. He forfeited his points. He just, like, he wanted somebody to race with in a class. Yeah. He didn't want to race by himself. He got some money. That's all he wanted. Forfeited the points, made sure Josh got the points that he deserves because he's in it for points this year. We talked to Josh. Him and Justin are good. Josh don't care. Nobody cares. Like, but I, like, go to D6. Tell them that you don't want that to happen or that. They need to do something. Justin, 100%, would have raised A open or A double A by himself if the payout would would have been the same. And man, like that's man, that's. What's the point of going out there to, to ride yeah, and be double A right, if, you're if you're not getting not a get damn paid. thing for it? Right. So that's something that I've been thinking about. Like I said, I said last weekend, I spend way too much time not only on this podcast as we have papers laying everywhere with notes and highlighted and overalls written. I spend way too much time not only doing this, but I spend way too much time thinking and talking about dirt bikes and dirt bike racing. Man, there's got to be a better way to do the payouts. There has to be because they had an odd, oddly odd number gate fee too. What was it, like seven dollars? What was it? Twelve? Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. And like so I and just so you understand my perspective, I get that there's families out there that are pension pennies so they can go racing. I didn't race for years because my family didn't have the capability to in terms of being able to spend the money on a truck or a trailer, the gas, the fuel, the bill, like all that stuff. So I understand doing it on a budget. But these people that bitch about the gate fees and the $2 service fees and blah, 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 blah. Like it drives me crazy. And then at the same time, I'm also on the other side fighting for it for these for people who run, who are running these series that are just trying to make a couple dollars. I mean, if you're going to go run double a speed even at a local run those speeds 
man, it's nice to be able to say, well, at least I made a hundred bucks this weekend. Like it wasn't for nothing. Right. I put my limbs in my work on Monday on the line. At least I made a hundred bucks covering my fuel. Like, and I think it goes on to that back to my thing, man, the more money, the more people you're going to have. If you can say, Oh, Hey, it's a guaranteed $500 to win this weekend. I promise you more people are going to show up. I, I'm not quite there yet. I don't want to say I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. We're working on it. We've we've been talking about it. I've been doing some things behind the scenes, talking to some people, trying to figure some stuff out. It's in the works. We're trying to figure out how we can make racing better for A guys, double A guys, whatever. So, again, it's not just these fake promises or we're just here talking shit on the couch. Like We're actively trying to do better. Now that we're here, what about doing it by overall? Like payout overall, mm-hmm. why not? I, that's what I'm saying. So, like, perfect example: a guy like Justin runs a a open this weekend. Okay, pissed off at least one person in a open. Let's just say, not Josh. Right, I'm just saying. Like, I'm he could have pissed off somebody in B class. I'm just saying. I'm sure somebody somewhere somebody was, was happy. I yeah, agree. Every time. Now. Because he quote unquote stole money from a open. Well, what if they just paid it out overall? So no matter what class he raised, it went by overall. So if you got fifth place overall, you got forty bucks, right? You know, instead of paying, instead of paying the top guys one hundred and twenty bucks each, you know, take all the money in the pool for all the, and it gets hard because then you're taking a vet out of it. So maybe you just do it through a. Double A, A open, A two fifty, and A light. Say hey, you're overall or top twenty overall, whatever. And I say that, and there's guys in our local series in AVET that run top twenty overall. So in the Enduros, there's AVET guys that are winning the Enduros. Right. So not that you get paid for them, but but right. So I don't know. It's awesome that they do get paid. And uh, again, we're just trying to start conversation here. Let us know what you think. If you have a better idea, let us know. We got a little tangent there, just talking about shit got brought up. But anything else from the D six that that rung your fancy? Nope. Just gotta give my uh, me and Justin's pit crew good shout out. You know, can I get just a, a tiny bit of credit here? Because at Sahara, I was I was a coach. Okay, there's one thing I do. I don't race a dirt bike, but I am a dirt bike. I was coaching her. I'm like, hey, listen, you got this. Step out here, do that. Did, Let's get Shannon. Do you have anything to say? Listen, Sammy, I'll thank you for your coaching because I did get a compliment on how well I handed off a bottle to Justin. So I'll give you that. I'll give you credit for it. So after I it's pull all about up, the, it's about the confidence. It takes time. I've been watching people hand bottles for twenty years. You know, like it takes time. So after I pulled off, I sat there in a chair. I kicked her out the chair, made her sit in the cooler. Sorry, babe. Thanks, you. I was a little pain, but. She then, she's now so confident, though, she's making fun of other people that ain't ho- handling bottles <laughs> off right. Okay, so you, you have created a monster at this point. You I have started it. a monster. I love it, but hey, she's she's fitting in just fine. You know Justin's particular about certain things. Very. No complaints about bottle handoff. His pit went a little... He, he got her. He, he, he got her because they agreed on when he was pitting. He pulls in, and what's he do, babe? He pulled in, 
I had the bottle ready, the goggles ready. I had an open water bottle ready to pour down his back and on his brakes. He pulls in, looks down at his gas tank, and tates off. And uh, then, oops. was it one lap or two more? One more lap. One, so then on the next lap, I'm there. And then, you know, I'm hurting him with my ribs. And he's like, I need gas. I'm like, <laughs> you should have thought about the like, last lap. <laughs> like, he was like, I want to see how long I could go. And he's like, I couldn't make it. So I had to get gas. I'm like, okay, understandable. I said, but we weren't ready for this. So, like, I, had to, the, yeah. I had to fight with the gas cap. Yeah. And then my ribs hurt. And I got the can. She handed me the can. I go to put it in the hole. And when I did that, oh, that hurt. That was painful. It hurt. And then I spilled gas all over his nuts because the can didn't stop when it got full. Yeah. I didn't, wasn't paying attention because I'm trying to hail, uh, hand him a drink, make sure he's okay. His virus is up to the sky. He was a wreck. Well, he was a wreck. They get, y'all, y'all get spoiled. Y'all get spoiled, and then y'all throw wrenches and shit. I don't know about spoiled because you don't put gas in bikes, but <laughs> Shannon, goddamn good job. Okay. Shannon Come did an awesome break. job this weekend. She had to get a shout-out for that. Yeah. Um, perfect and she's got the bottle handing off great now no mishaps no drop bottles yeah it takes Nothing. it takes it takes time so yeah she was calling me what's what side do i need to be on the left side or the right side i'm like the you not called it? the not thro- yes i said the not throttle side she goes so is that the is that the left side or the right side i'm like the left side shannon she's like got it yeah it's harris sands i got nervous i knew you were coming up so i, I didn't want to hand it on the wrong side and i had to call sammy real quick because i was like shit if i hand this on the wrong side he's gonna be pissed if he can't get a bottle so i had to double check but I'm good now. Good. I got it figured you, out. You got good. it now. You're good. Yeah. I and knew. I didn't have working, to question myself when you working. were racing this weekend. I knew. Next I race did. I go to, we're going to start working on better placement so you don't have to come to Listen, a stop. I did almost. I did for the first lap before Justin came through. There's a split second where I questioned myself and I almost was like, should I call Sammy to double check? <laughs> I, I swear to God, it. there was a split it. second. Now, I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. We're getting there. You guys just keep riding and, and I'm gonna. we're going to show her, the hey, crew in is gonna get you better. need to be on a straightaway that's like this long but not that fat. There's an art to it. There's an art to it. Okay. We got it. So well i'm glad you guys had a good time racing this weekend um did you have a good time being a tractor yeah yeah, i did i've been enjoying work work's been actually good it's cool are you riding this weekend no okay fuck no hell no why am i gonna ride if i'm gonna ride it's not gonna be here what do i need the right sand for we're done with that for a while practice can't help me at this point okay um me and justin have a particular person we can ride in rocks with so i'm probably not taking that offer up this weekend yeah, with my ribs uh, no but that's what i mean so yeah no um yeah uh, dude i don't even don't even know what i'm doing in two weeks no. okay but yeah so that's it that's all i got i'm glad we knocked out a, a pretty quick one we're dead on we're an hour so thanks everybody for keep listening i haven't even looked at the numbers from monday the episode we put up on monday but i'm going to try to turn and burn this one tonight so i do have one question yes did we have 300 followers or or am i losing it i I think you're losing it we definitely haven't lost any followers okay because we have 258 today which is pretty crazy considering we've literally this has been it was april 
realistically when we started this like first week we of april gained, so we're not even two months out and the the response has been freaking awesome we gained probably three followers a day on average and on the weekends or something like if josh when josh posted us we had like nine yeah and like eca eca shots ec i don't know who runs eca instagram but we'll find out mm-hmm. but yeah so again guys share it like it comment subscribe i mean i'll be honest i'll say it again i don't really care but it's really cool getting the people that that reach out and the more people that get to hear this and the more people that get to know us the more people that are going to reach out the more people we can talk dirt bikes to and and yeah it's not just us like i i think if we can keep with this opportunities are going to come whether it's races or places or things or people cool things are going to come from this so excited to see where it takes us and glad we could do this one real quick and hopefully pulling some more gncc people so we'll leave it at that and again like share subscribe do all that fancy stuff whether you do or you don't don't really care but thanks appreciate it guys thanks guys all right we'll see you hopefully wednesday see you later